welcome everybody to Fandom Nights, where we break down pop culture one fandom at a time. I'm Dustin. I'm Chris. <laughs> and I'm... What? You gotta give me my real name? Uh, I'm Rosie. Okay. <laughs> Mixed feelings about that. But uh, today, we're talking about Avatar The Last Airbender, book two, episode 11. Stop it, Sherman. How long have you guys been married? Uh, the Desert. It was released on the same day as the last episode, July 14th, 2006. And, uh, Dustin, take us to the story, please. <laughs> so every time... Are every you sure? In every previous really episode... Like no, no, no. In every previous episode, Chris has been like, yeah, Rosie's pregnant, and be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> it's like, is there a heartbeat? <laughs> All right. So it opens up like pretty much right where we left off almost. They're like walking through the desert and uh, they're lost. And uh, Aang is fighting with Toph over losing Appa. Yeah, you didn't even try or whatever. Right. Just kind of blaming her for, for losing Appa and not even trying. It makes sense that they're released on the same day now. I didn't realize. I mean, I, I know that because I have it written here, but I didn't think about it when I was watching them. And I'm like, wow, this just goes right into it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so then right after that, it does a, a cut right to Iroh and Zuko. They come back, and they run into the Rough Riders. Mm. And they fight their way out of capture, and they escape. Um, monkey. Monkey? Monkey? Monkey. 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 And the Rough Riders. And they're a very good singing group. I love that. Yeah. We're not here to give a concert. We're not here to give a concert. Uh, those, those those creatures actually have a name. I, did, I got to oh, learn that. This, this the episode. rhino lizards? Thing. They're called Komodo rhinos. Oh, okay. Hmm. The okay. rhino lizard, yeah. Makes sense. Um, so it cuts back to the gang, and they're walking through, and uh, they, like, divvy out the walk. Katara's uh, bending water or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, this is your bending water? It tastes Ew. like the swamp. <laughs> Use this on the swamp guy! <laughs> <laughs> and Toph's like, yeah, it tastes a little swampy. <laughs> and then Sokka's like, we're saved, and spots this like cactus in the in the distance or whatever. Oh, and this is right after Sokka is just getting up there, angry with Toph. Like, watch where you're. Go- uh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, watch where you're going. Oh wait. Yeah. Uh, he ends up uh, drinking the cactus juice, and then uh, ends I know. up tripping I was balls. So I forgot that this is the cactus juice episode. I mean, I should, but it was so good. And he's tripping balls pretty much the whole time. That's pretty yep. funny. <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> this is the the quenchiest drink ever. The quenchiest. <laughs> and poor Katara has to hold everyone together during this whole episode. Yeah, Aang's all, Aang's all angry and depressed. Sokka and Momo are just high off of it, and then uh, Toph is just blind. I guess. I mean, no, she's her. feeling really bad about losing. Oh yeah, so she's just depressed. Yeah. Um, but Momo, I love how he like spun around and then just <laughs> dart right into yeah. the ground. <laughs> uh, cuts to Aang, and he's uh, looking across the whole desert. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's making, and then he makes this whole mushroom cloud after he like. That was such a crazy scene. Like he comes, he's just so angry, and rah, and then like a mile away, the wind hits them. Like, yeah. Whoa. It, it just reminded me of that one episode when Katara's like, you know, sometimes I forget about how how powerful a bender he really is, or something. Or mm-hmm. someone says that to Katara, and she's like, oh, he's a powerful. Bender. Sokka says that. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, he's one of the most powerful benders ever but with airbending and then he's the avatar on top of it right and the scene just again showed me that but yeah he's like a giant mushroom and he's so excited about it <laughs> uh cuts to the uh the boulder and 
I think it's the bully, right? No. Oh, no, no. It's this is it's, uh, uh, Jin Fu. Jin Fu. Okay. And Master Yu. Mm. Mm. So those guys, and they're at the Misty Palms Oasis, and they spot uh, Zook and Iroh. And they look behind them on the bounty board and see their pictures up. Mm-hmm. So they're like, they think they can get a nice bounty while they're looking for... So there was a uh, couple people on there. There was Ap- Aang, there was Zuko and Iroh, and then there's the Blue Spirit. Do you know who these two people are? Zhang Zhang. Uh, yeah, that's Zhang Zhang. From the, the top one is? Yeah, from the, the previous episode about the, the deserter. deserter. Oh, okay. And, yeah. like, the guy below is the same guy that, like, helps them escape the... Oh, that guy. Oh, I forgot about that guy. Did you watch the show? Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't remember, and I didn't have time to look at I just snapped a picture of it, and I'm like, who the heck were these guys? I, that's what you guys are here for. Thank you. Thank you for enlightening me. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so then it cuts back to the gang, and uh, Katara sees this giant, like, wasp thing in the middle, like the buzzard wasps or whatever. Uh, vulture bees. Yeah, that's put a, vulture bees. Is that what they're actually called? That's why I put down two vulture mm, bees. I don't they're know. Like vultures, but yeah, they're vulture bees. Because they're bees, but like they have like vulture, because uh, they have like a beak. Yeah, and like longer necks. And they're circling them too, so like vultures do. Right. Yeah. Um. So they decide to like, uh, pretty much like hold hands and like walk through the desert mm-hmm. to keep uh, with each other. Yeah. And then it cuts back to Iroh, and he gets into this place in the Misty Palms Oasis and starts playing this game of Pie Show, mm-hmm. and ends up creating the White Lotus, and then the other man welcomes him, like, yeah. welcome, fellow Welcome, member. brother. Yeah. yeah. And Zuko's just, like, super confused, like, what's going on here? <laughs> the White Lotus opens its petals for those who seek its mysteries. Hmm. Uh, so then the man, uh, that man helps them escape, which is pretty cool. Um, but then it cuts back to the team, and they wake up after a few hours. Well, yeah, they say that Iroh's a grandmaster of the White Lotus. Like, yep. So, so do well, you they think, don't say that till later. Yeah, but so do you think that he, after he lost his son and stuff, when he went on his like whole spiritual journey and stuff, that that's when he moved up in the ranks of the White Lotus and stuff. I or think he, that's probably like when he joined. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yep, cuts back to the team, and they wake up after a few hours, and uh, they start walking again, and Aang sees a cloud up in the air. They all do. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Katara says, go up there and, like, try to, you know, water bend some water for us. And... Yeah, I think it's Appa, too, which is heartbreaking. Appa! And everyone's so excited. <laughs> and even you get excited kind of watching it. You're like, wait a minute. No. <laughs> yeah. And so after that, they find a, an old sand barge, and then they, and Katara asks. Katara's really asking Aang to do a lot, <laughs> which is probably good, just I, keeping him busy. But yeah, I think she's just trying to yeah get him to not think about to not Papa. think about what's going on. Like we need to get out of the desert, and one step at a time here. We'll get, we'll we'll find Appa, but the, I don't know. Yep, we gotta survive. So yeah, they find the sand barge, and uh, Aang will airbend the sails to get out of there, essentially. And they have mm-hmm. this like little compass on there that points. I just love how Aang's just so mad this entire episode, but he's just incredibly powerful in every situation. He just everything he does is a hundred percent because he's just so angry and focused. Like you know how you get angry sometimes, and you're just like, I'm just gonna like if I remember when I was younger, like I had to shovel rocks or something in our yard and like, I'm just so angry and I'm just like, I'm just going to get this done. And you just like go crazy at it. Like that's what Aang's doing in this situation. Cause he's just missing Appa so much. 
Huh. Yeah. Because, like, he does that mushroom cloud airbending anger thing, and then when he sees the boat, he's just one huge, just rah! And he gets all the sand out of there. Which, I, I was wondering if that was earth or airbending. I think it was just airbending, because he's just going back to his roots. And then, uh, when he's pushing the, the uh, sled across the desert, he's just going balls to the walls just ah! the whole time just taking his anger out on the sail hmm. but yeah good acting from, from that actor yeah uh, then it cuts back to Iroh and the man that uh, said what you said uh, is in honor what no no go, go. Oh. Uh, said it's an honor to meet a, a grand master of the white lotus mm. and so then Iroh excuses Zuko's naiveness about not knowing anything about the cryptic arts Mm-hmm. And then they knock on the door, and he says, "Who knocks at the garden gate?" And Iroh says, "One who has eaten the fruit and tasted its mysteries." Yeah. So then he goes in and said, and then Zuko tries to enter and uh, does and gets denied. Only members only. <laughs> so he just sits out and waits, and so cuts back to the team, and they find this rock in the middle of the desert, and it's pointing towards the magnetic center of the. Of the desert, Katara thinks. Hmm. And so they get up there, and Toph is super excited to, to find solid rock again. Instantly <laughs> <laughs> does snow angels and yeah. the rock, or yeah. rock angels. <laughs> uh, so then they're looking around this whole rock, and they go into these caves, and they see this like slime and stuff. Caves, <laughs> and I love this. And so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Sokka licks the cave juices, <laughs> and he says, Did you just like just have a natural curiosity? <laughs> Detective Sokka just has to test things. Mm-hmm. And Katara's <laughs> like, you drink this cactus juice, and now you're licking things in the wall? Like, what's going on? <laughs> now you're just licking stuff. Uh. Uh, so then they discover that uh, these holes are uh, not uh, just there. They're, mm-hmm. like, made by something. And so then they, uh, or Toph, Toph, I think, starts hearing the rumbling through mm-hmm. the yeah. rock. And says, uh, something's like rumbling and buzzing, like we gotta get out of here. And then, so then they see those, what are they? The They're vulture? buzzard wasps. Buzzard wasps. Mm-hmm. Oh, so buzzard was right. Oh, oh, yeah. Buzzard wasps. Yeah, I was right. Well, I mean, vultures are considered buzzards. They're buzzard wasps. Wasps. I literally said that exactly. Yes. So. <laughs> you guys are like, no, it's a little Without looking it They're up. buzzard wasps, mother. Vulture bee is the nice version of them. But wasps don't have honey, and these things have honey, so I don't know. If it wasn't was. According to the fandom wiki, it's bee-slash-wasp-like bodies. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Well, actually, it would make more sense to be a wasp if, like... Because vultures. Well, yeah. no, because, like, if... For the wasp side of things, when Sokka, like, eat like licks the cave juices, mm-hmm. like, if it were honey, that would be sweet. Oh, I suppose, yeah. Like... No, he's going to lick it and it tastes like crap. Yeah. So way to go, Dustin. Good job. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Uh, So the insects chase everyone out, and then one actually takes Momo and starts flying off with it. Yeah. And Aang right here is just not losing anything. From right now, Aang, till Katara helps, he's just furious. He gets more and more angry this entire time. Like, he's been... It's like a, a exponential graph. Like he's right. been getting angrier and angrier, and, and this, and then this, this launches it up, and then later on, like the, it launches up so far when he gets in the Avatar mm-hmm. state. But right. yeah, 
So he's like, nope, not having a day, not losing another he's buddy. He's so mad. And he so he flies, just flies off him. And I think, I think he killed that thing. Oh, for sure. You, I you think can he see sliced. It. He sliced it in half. Yeah. That's what I wrote. He's, he cut, I stopped it and paused it and you can see it Because you know how he's so and peaceful and not about taking life? Yeah. That this just angered him so he much. Killed, pushed so him. Killed up. it right here. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he even cared. No. Or, or I don't think noticed. he's ever taken a life until now. Because remember, he didn't even want to take Ozai's life. Right. So he was yeah. like. It was kind of shocking that he just killed. I mean, this it's thing. it's a it's a, a vulture bee wasp thing, but like still, he's so, never killed. But still, he's like, he, he his, won't even his eat. whole culture is against killing. Yeah, mm-hmm. he won't even eat meat and all that stuff. And right. this is the thing he. I wonder if he killed anything else. I don't think he does. He's just so mad because he lost Appa. He's literally he's losing control. He's so angry. He's lost his best friend. I think yeah. he knows from but 100 again, years it ago. shows how powerful he is because he goes and saves Momo. And I love how Momo falls and then whoop, <laughs> comes back up. Yeah, <laughs> but. But then his landing was just the coolest thing ever. He flips down, and then he shoots the the razor air or whatever it is, and it flies like a mile off, and then cuts the thing. Like the the Precise. power and precision that he has is terrifying, honestly. And then yeah, and then he, the story continues, and he just keeps getting more mad. I say you give Aang the right motivation, and everything. I don't think he loses against anyone. Yeah, right. <laughs> Even with just airbending, you don't even have to have the other elements. Mm-hmm. I think you just can't right. be gang. Yeah. Just like Tenzin, like even if when you get him mad and angry, like he took mm-hmm. over until he got, you know, eventually overpowered. Yeah. Like, so he's much such do, a but... like Tenzin's just a super awesome. My favorite memory. move of his is when he does the vertical like kick thing and and like remember that? Oh yeah. Where mm-hmm. he like he kicks one person and like, airbends and then also like straightens out his whole body though. Oh like yeah, that, where he's just like Matrix style. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I can't do it, guys. We're not benders. <laughs> <laughs> We're not benders. Um, so then, after that, the sandbenders kind of like surround all of them after mm-hmm. they get just get done dealing with the buzzard wasps. Yeah, I agreed with you. Talk to him, man. <laughs> buzzard wasps. Okay. <laughs> uh, so then they run in the sandbenders and. Uh, Toph hears one of the voices and is like, yeah. that's the dude. I love how when they're, when they're all talking, again, like with the camera work and stuff, they're all, all the sandbenders are talking, it cuts the Toph and it's just like the side like anime shot of her eye and then it goes away and you, you forget about it for a second and then all of a sudden like it cuts back to her and she's like, he's so-and-so and like it just shows that like she's, who is that? And and it takes a second for her to register and then she recognizes it. It's, mm-hmm. it's just very clear visual like storytelling right there was really good however from a storytelling point point of view it is weird because like i mean when she reveals she's like he took he took appa Mm -hmm. uh he said you said to put a muzzle on him well like in the previous episode you don't ever hear those words right well like yeah you don't uh it's said in the uh this isn't actually said in the previous episode but they do show this during uh appa's lost days Hmm. Later on, okay. About the muzzle, yeah. Probably to fix the continuity error. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, as soon as they like, said put it, a muzzle on. In, in the yeah. previous episode, it does cut back a, a ways, and then it just shows like everything happening. So it could have happened in that instance, you know, when they were. When the, when well, the well, like away. you said, it's probably they were probably just trying to fix a continuity error because, yeah. like, if they never brought it up, they'd be like, "Well, yeah. nobody ever actually said anything." Right. So. Yeah. 
But yeah, as soon as they found out, or as soon as Aang found out that they muzzled Appa, oh, he's I like, know. "You muzzled him? Yeah. What? Avatar mode? <laughs> Let's go!" <laughs> he's like, "Nope, we're done." Yeah. So yeah, Aang goes in the Avatar mode, and he's just hurting so bad right now. And everyone else just runs away, like just runns away from Aang. Just lets was... him do does his thing. But Katara's the only one that just stands there. Well, this was like totally the John Wick moment. Like you, who's you dog? Did you my kill? dog. <laughs> <laughs> and, Aang just, like, starts going nuts, and it, it just hurts so much because, like, Katara is, just stands there with him and stands her ground, and was it Sokka who's like, everybody run, just get out of here! Get, get! Yeah. Like, this so is not going to be good. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. The, the, this whole scene just, like, I almost kind of started getting emotional because I'm like, oh, my gosh. With, Safi. I know. This whole, this whole uh, thing, I'm just, like, the, the more I get into the show, the more emotional I'm getting, and maybe it's just because we're having another baby and stuff, or whatever. It's, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just weird. But. Oh, that's all I got. Yeah. Yeah, because it kind of ends as soon as, like, Katara helps him, like, out of the Avatar state, right? Yeah, they, like, hug, and it ends. And then credits? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. It, he's, he just calms, she kind of calms him down, then they both cry, and. Yeah. Instantly impregnates her from the force. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was an intense moment because Aang's so mad. It's like when you're. Kaya, Aang you're an avatar, up. baby. <laughs> huh? I said, Kaya, you were an avatar, baby. Yeah. His anger built up and built up and built up, and he didn't have that, like, anger, like, release. It just, like, it transformed into just absolute sadness. And right. it's like, ah. We've all kind of been there where you're so angry, you just get sad, and like you're not even angry anymore because you're so sad. Huh. Like, I don't know. <sighs> so, for this episode's bending numbers, uh, there was seven of water, 15 of earth, and uh, 14 of fire, and all of that was just in that one fight scene with Zuko and, uh, and the Rough Riders. It was just oh, yeah, boom, 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 over and over and over again, and then there was 28 of air. Which, there was some powerful air bending in this one, but there was only 28. They were just big, huge ones. Right. So, yeah. Uh, Sherman, what do you got? Um, so, I missed doing the episode with the storm, so uh, I get to do this now. So, the guy who does the voice acting for Master Yu, like Toph's oh. mm-hmm. uh, bending teacher, mm-hmm. uh, is Saab uh, Shimono. Which, I don't know if you guys know this, so he's also the voice actor for Monk Gyatso. Oh, okay. In the series. However, other pop culture references... Oh, hold on. I'm going to do obscure references first, because those are the weirder <laughs> ones. Uh, so he's in Three Ninjas Kickback. Okay. Uh, he's also a random elder guy in Waterworld. Huh. Okay. Uh, however, voice acting, these are the cool ones. He's the Emperor from Samurai Jack. Whoa. The Emperor? The Emperor. In the, uh, in, like, the first couple episodes? Uh, no, he's got, like, five episodes under his belt oh, okay. for that show. Hmm. Uh, however, the big one, and my favorite, is he plays Uncle in Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, how, a de- that's a deep cut. <laughs> how is that a deep cut? He's in, like, 90 episodes. I know, I know, but I just... Jackie! <laughs> I just have only seen a couple episodes when I was a kid. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen those. <laughs> <laughs> He's so mad. Such a good show. <laughs> I don't remember it being that good. I mean, uh, 
Yeah. That was around the same time that, like, the Ghostbusters TV show was on, and uh, there was a Godzilla TV show for a while. Yeah! Starship Troopers TV show. Was yeah! Kind of all mixed in with all those just random, like, oh, we'll take this random Random, shut your mouth! Those are awesome! Oh, they're, they're good, but it just... It was a weird uh, stage in my childhood watching all those... They're <laughs> so episodes. good! Yeah. Uh, Big Boy and Rocket? Was you ever seen it? The same time frame! Los Luchadores? No. Lucha Lucha? Uh-uh. Oh! <laughs> nope, nothing. I Jeez! <laughs> I loved cartoons. I loved, like, waking up on a Saturday morning back then and just be like, yes, all right, I don't even care. I'm in middle school, high school. Let's sit down and crack out some great TV. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of great TV, should we rate this episode? Yes, all right. <laughs> Ashamed. Uh, so the story arc in this one. What do you think, Dustin? Uh, it was good. I'd give it a ten because it kind of completed the last episode of the Because there was a, it was a two episode story arc. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was glad that they didn't do like a part one, kind of like the desert part yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, the execution, the pacing, vision, entertainment value in general. I'd give it a nine. Nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Almost perfect. Dang near. Uh, writing. Oh, I know. Yeah, I got that list too. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the writing is good. Nine, probably. Characters. Okay. Nine, nine, nine. Alright, so the performance, the delivery, was it effective, emotional, and plausible? I just have to do ten on this one because it, it just really. Whenever someone just gets so into it and uh, makes you feel, like, yeah, I think he did a pretty dang good job. And Aang. His, his like anger and all that stuff really came across uh, the perform the the action the blocking and stunts and environment I kind of got like Mad Max Fury Road vibes a little bit on this one where like they were all heading one way and then they all kind of headed back they're not back they all headed one way and then Aang kind of went back and they, like it was all very progressive on which way they were heading hmm. I felt like so I thought that was pretty good but it was a pretty limited idea, so I'm just going to say 8 on that one. And then believability of the performances. I'm going to go 9. Well, no, I'm going to go 10 on this one. Because everyone had good performances. Katara had good, like, motherly role, Aang's anger, and even Toph's, like, depression, and Sokka's just craziness was just... I don't know. Dude, really he good. was drugged, like, 90% really of good. the episode. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, I believed it. Yeah. Uh, Sherman, how about the sounds and um, effects? So with the score and the mix, I kind of put them both together because they, they really make you feel like they added to like the the suspense of the episode. Mm-hmm. They made you feel like Aang was like lonely when like he felt it by himself. Sure. And like the overall sadness. Uh-huh. Uh, however, sound effects, I do love the uh, like kind of uh, corny like... Sound effects when uh, Sokka's just drugged out of his mind. Yeah. He's like, uh, I gave that a nine. Okay. Uh, visuals, I gave a nine as well. Um, like the subtleness for like non combat versus like the motion during like the the fight scenes in the uh, in the actual like Misty Palms. Mm-hmm. Or is it Misty Springs? Misty Palms Oasis. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I left it at a nine, even though there were like three or four like big or like kind of uh, weird editing mistakes for the for this episode. Uh, I left it at a nine specifically because like even the tiniest little details, Momo's eyes when he's like riding on Sokka's shoulder, mm-hmm. huge. Like they made his eyes like totally drugged out, like he well, he would yeah. be. Uh, but there's a few like mistakes. Like, for editing, like... Okay, like his eyes go back to normal for a little No, while. uh, so, like, when you first see... When, uh, Iroh looks over at the pie show table, mm-hmm. um, the first time you see the table, all the pie show t- tiles are white. When they oh. walk up, they're all brown. Hmm. Um... Were they flipped over or anything? Oh, no. No. <laughs> um... Yeah. When Zuko is, like, standing up, like, outside the door while he's waiting... Yeah. Like, he leans up against it, like, this... Or stands next to this, like potted flower yeah. and he like sniffs it well in the very next scene there's no pot or flower oh, but he's the only one rid of it <laughs> and then like when Katara like grabs Aang while he's in the avatar state mm-hmm. like from Aang's point of view like she's reaching with her right hand but like in the very next frame she's holding with his with her left and you hmm. can tell because there's a bracelet that she doesn't have Weird. on her arm but Weird. it's on the other arm huh Okay. I left it at a nine mainly because like everything else was just <laughs> overshadowed. Yeah. Those. <laughs> it's all the negative stuff, but I'm still gonna give it a nine. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then the effects. Uh, I gave that a nine. Um, I thought like the everything happening. We've already been to the seeing the misty misty palms oasis. So like seeing like the the hive, uh, and like them at the like. Um, like, just walking through the desert. Yeah. I thought it was, like, way better. Mm-hmm. Um, props, I thought was awesome. Like, Zuko and Iroh's escape, like, in the... Uh, yeah. The, 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 the potted plant, yeah. <laughs> the the sound effects on that, too, where it's just, like, just kind of, like, mysterious, like... And it, it brought back, like, like, it was just the most cartoony thing we've seen in this series so far. Just... Oddly enough, it sounds identical to the the music that is played during the entire second act of Diablo Three when you're in the desert area. Hmm. Like it's the exact same music. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Um. What would we rate this episode overall? Mm. I, I'd honestly give it a nine. It was just a really I gave it a nine as well. Hard hitting, good episode. Yeah. Okay. So that means uh, we rated it a nine point two. And IMDb rates it at 8.8, so a little higher, but I think we really like a lot of the other stuff in here, so. Right. Yeah, I think that's all we got for this episode. Dustin, you want to take us out? Sure. Thank you guys for watching this episode of Phantom Knights. If you'd like to become a Phantom Knight, please join our Facebook group or follow us on (laughs) Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Spotify Podcasts, and bunch of other small ones but those aren't important and <laughs> subscribe to our youtube channel to potential sponsors they're equally as important as the big ones don't yeah. worry <laughs> sure what he said <laughs> but we're getting late so appa yep 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 yep, yep. yep. Oh, that was bad that sucked, <laughs> <laughs> that sucked. <laughs>